Hi guys, and welcome to episode 10, 10 of the Nerd Tea Podcast. 10 whole episodes. Wowza. Who knew? Who knew? Not us. (laughs) (laughs) Not us. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we're bringing it full circle (laughs) because our first episode, we talked about Steve Rogers and hey, we're going to talk about him again. Because why not? Because we can't let go. Just like yeah. Marvel can't let go. Because <laughs> I think this is like, a sort, it's sort of perfect because like, especially on my TikTok, I've been doing videos about Endgame and it's, it's an issue that gets people like so pressed. Mm. Like mm-hmm. if, if you say you don't like it, people that just, people just don't understand why you don't like it. Yeah. And, yeah. that, and I think that's that's sort of why we wanted to do a episode about it is because people tend to think the reason people don't like it is because of the whole Steve, Bucky, Peggy situation. So it's it's just nice to be able to get it all out there. Like whilst yes, that is part of it, it's not right. the whole thing. So if yeah. you if you figure it out, <laughs> we're talking about Endgame, man. We're talking about the ending specifically of Endgame. We will uh, obviously branch out and talk about more of the Endgame as a whole, just because, like Claire said, it's it's not just about the ending. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess. Um, obviously you guys know if you know us uh that neither of us enjoyed it we are both on the uh <laughs> not a fan not good soup um yeah. side of endgame <laughs> pretty much we've spoken uh, about it before on here haven't we yeah briefly. I, yeah briefly. very yeah briefly we yeah. did um so yeah let's <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get started, I guess. I mean, <laughs> let's start with there was we had a lot of expectations when it came to Endgame because mm-hmm. Infinity War is it's probably one of the best Avengers movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would agree 100%. Especially, I mean, to me it's always when Thor arrives in Wakanda mm-hmm. that even when I hear the music it's like goosebumps. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously if you haven't seen it, guys, spoiler alert, <laughs> they all get snapped away. Well, yeah. a lot of people Half of get them. snapped away <laughs> at the end of Infinity War. So that, that was such a traumatic experience in the cinema. All I remember is that, so we went to a we went to the midnight premieres for both of these. And I just remember that, so the way that they set it up at our theater is that they have like several different showings like throughout the night for the midnight premieres. And they're kind of like in 15 minute brackets or so. Mm-hmm. And we actually got one of the kind of later ones. So by the time we were going in to a theater, the first showing that had gone in was coming out. Mm-hmm. And all I remember is just how like dead quiet everybody was that was leaving. Yeah. It was like a funeral march of leaving. And we all were like, Shit. oh fuck. Like what is like what happened? <laughs> yeah. It was because because thing is is like just sort of how with all the Avengers movies you're just used to them winning 
Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what it was. And not only did you have to, you know, because that moment when Thanos clicks his fingers, you're just like, shit, not only have the Avengers lost, but it was like, as each character dusted away, it was like, oh, it, yeah, it, just like every single one, like, it was just worse and then it just got worse every fucking time and and then like like by the time peter parker was on screen i was like sobbing uncontrollably i was just like this what is happening um and that that, yeah that was yeah yeah as soon as it showed titan you were like okay we're gonna lose but we lost all the guardians yeah except for rocket it's like (laughs) so oh, oh okay and then I remember it was like that shot of Tony and then you hear Peter go, Mr. Stark. And you're like, oh, no. Yeah. No. Nope. I don't feel so good. Oh, no. no. It was yeah. awful. It was so awful. And like, I uh, haven't they said since then that Peter essentially was the only one that could feel it? happening because of his like spider senses or something and so yeah yeah, because of his peter Mm -hmm. tingle and i guess because of his his uh quick healing and everything like he could like feel it happening that's why it took so long for him to get Mm -hmm. dusted as as compared to everybody else and i'm just like "Ah, i don't need that in my brain (laughs) i mean yeah that when it when it all went black and obviously it being a Marvel movie, everybody stays behind for the credits. But I think people were too, like, not scared, but people were just too traumatized to move anyway. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And wasn't wasn't the end credit for that one was was uh, Fury, and yes. yeah, it was Fury and. Uh, um maria hill maria getting snapped and fury Mm -hmm. pushing the beeper button and that was like the last part was like and then everybody was like what does that mean because didn't hadn't captain marvel like not come no it hadn't come out yet it's like what is that and like and the bit that got me as well was that obviously at the end of every movie as well it always says the avengers will return or the guardians will return and it just says thanos will return it was like oh god yeah so yeah and then then that's why there was so like high hopes for endgame because you're just thinking what could they possibly do and all these theories came out where they're Mm -hmm. like oh they're all trapped in the soul stone and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so you know you just get that back smash it and then they all come out yeah um but who knew that the basically the whole point of endgame and them all coming back was because of a rat a rat you know going on that keypad out comes scott there you go i i can't it's so funny i think um i don't know if anybody watches uh like film theory by matt pat on youtube i'm pretty sure he did a film theory on like the probability of like the a rat that one singular rat like walking across the buttons at the exact right time um (laughs) and it's yeah that's that cracks me up i'm like really that's all you guys come up with was a fucking rat like to get just a rat randomly yeah 
But then you got to think like, I'm actually really interested um, to hear more of Scott's perspective as far as him being in the quantum realm. I mean, I guess for he did very briefly say that it was very fast for him. Yeah. Like he wasn't in there. It's like very, five hours or something. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. in there long for him, but, but in reality it was actually five years. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> that, um, that's, I don't know. I do find it good. Like I enjoy the fact that it's like Scott Lang that kind of sets off the, yeah. their like decisions to do stuff. Like I love when he shows up at the door, he's like, hello, is anybody home? <laughs> Help for the maid from the airport. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's great. But okay. So let's rewind a minute because like, we know that obviously the rat like brings Scott and everything like that, but we get, um, we get before that even happens, uh, the whole scene with Tony coming back from space with Nebula Mm -hmm. and we get the, the horrifying scene where Steve shaves his beard off. It was all downhill from there, guys. We should have known. We should have known. That's the thing is that, that's the thing is that, going back and watching it like in retrospect the russos russos um (laughs) were peppering in these little hints of what they were planning like the whole time and it makes me so mad uh because like obviously he shaves his beard so that's like a big Mm-hmm. that's a big 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 thing and it yeah. seems so small but it's it's not um and then obviously tony comes down and he finally like is back and um they're all like oh tony and he's like emaciated and and they they have the scene where uh, this was see this is the my frustrating my frustration with ed game is that there are some really good moments it's just overall yeah. Because I love the line where he's like, until this exact second, I thought you were Build-A-Bear to rock yeah. <laughs> and, Um, And that, that, that argument between him and Steve right then too is really, mm-hmm. it's an interesting scene as well because Tony's like, what? Because Steve is like, you, you, you faced him. And he's like, what are you talking about? He wiped the floor with us. He beat the yeah. shit out of us. Like we, we like, no, like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to defeat him. And we, you kind of see, how low tony is at that point yeah and he's defeated yeah yeah and he throws that whole you know you said that we were gonna fight you said that we would do this together and i needed you yeah i needed you and and we kind of come full circle of him and steve's um conflict um because isn't this like the first time they're seeing each other since since civil war yeah yeah, since civil Mm -hmm. war so yeah, it's it's rough and all that happens and then they go and and take care of Thanos and realize, you know, we I mean, we fucking lost, guys. Like we really yeah. re- like we really lost. Nothing we can do, yeah. Yeah. And then and then wow. Scott. <laughs> and, the yeah. rat, and, then the, and then the rat. <laughs> I mean, like I think well, obviously we won't branch into the whole movie because otherwise we'll be here for a very long time. Yeah. But the the way 
they you know that they obviously are like okay well we've sussed out time travel and all of that mm-hmm. still it confuses the fuck out of a lot of people their their time travel explanation yeah I mean it's still like it it still it doesn't make yeah it doesn't make much sense it does it really doesn't it's very convoluted in the way that they're trying to twist it to work towards what they want to do yeah um like even the whole conversation where they're like oh so it's not like back to the future like and that kind of stuff everything that we're used to with time travel yeah because they're like oh we want to do something different you know we want to have it be different but then they they go back on they they fuck around with their own rules you know like and make exceptions to that and i think that's part of the issue too Mm -hmm. is that like they they specifically plot out this is how it works like this is this is how it works and then they don't really go by those mm. rules very like they don't follow them so As if they forgot yeah know, yeah yeah it's just it's very it's strange and obviously like we they try to explain some of their decisions away when we get to like the loki show or <laughs> they're like oh yeah. no that was fine that was ordained like we were yeah. that was allowed but <laughs> it's like like you can see that they're self-aware that they contradicted themselves so they have to explain that yeah Yeah. so yeah um what is it the other the other part that they like pepper in there is the um the whole uh therapy scene that it's not therapy it's like a group group not yeah it's not even therapy it's just like a group um, like an Just AA meeting, about, basically, yeah. like <laughs> Survivors Anonymous or something. I don't know. Pretty much, Steve yeah. is like, Steve has been hosting these, I guess we can assume. Um, and we have his whole speech <clears throat> and where he drops in the, the bomb, the whole, the love of my life uh, thing. And I'm like, since uh, when? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah it just it grinds my gears every time Mm -hmm. like I watch it because it's like okay bro you weren't thinking about her through the majority of the MCU but okay Okay. yeah (laughs) And and that's the thing that is another thing that drives me nuts is that the Russos directed this and they also directed Winter Soldier and in Winter Soldier they have that scene with him and Peggy where Peggy says get a life. I had one. I'm happy. Like you need to move on. And, 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 and he's like, he makes the decision to do that. And he says, he even says an age of Ultron, which is the next Avengers. Like, isn't it where he's like this, this is my home. Like this is where my friends are and stuff to Tony. One that wanted stability and all of that is gone. Is gone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like he's gone. So it's just, drives me insane it drives me absolutely insane but that's another another we should have thought we should have known the second he said that that's them getting ready to do what they do in the end because they're like we have to have a reason we can't just have him not mention her at all and then Mm -hmm. even though it still doesn't make sense (laughs) so yeah and because a lot of people's arguments are which i which i do agree with like obviously when him and Tony go to New Jersey and go to get 
Tesseract and mm-hmm. in particles. A lot of people say if he didn't see her, it, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I very much do believe. If he hadn't have seen her or if he'd seen her and she was with her husband or something like that, he would yeah. not have done what he did. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's what also- annoys me. I've also seen the argument going along with that, that because at that point when they go to Jersey, Nat, Nat is, gone. Uh, Nat's gone, mm-hmm. but they don't know, right? They don't know Nat's gone. No, they yet. don't know until they come back. Yeah. Um, and so that's why this argument is a little fuzzy because like Steve and Tony have no idea that that Nat is gone at this point. But yeah. they were like, if Nat wasn't gone, he would have never. He would yeah. have never done it either. So I guess that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like when he comes back and he finds out that Nat's gone, that was kind of another catalyst to like, he saw yeah. Peggy, Nat's gone. And not not even like a shipping way. Like he, no, like, like he loved Nat. Just that like friends. they, the, him and him and Nat, I feel is the most tangible relationship between the Avengers. A lot of people broach, make the argument that the, the Avengers aren't really family. They're more coworkers that have trauma bonded. Uh, and there's like individual friendships between them, like Tony and Bruce and like all this stuff and, yeah. and Nat and Steve, and they're not really like, uh, I've seen people say, and I kind of agree that the party in age of Ultron is like a like work party, like get together. And it seems really kind of like, that's the kind of like vibe, like company party thing. Yeah. And so, um, and, and I kind of tend to agree with that a little bit. So that's why I feel like the relationship between Steve and Nat is so essential to his his character as well. That yeah. that's like his his like new BFF, you know, like they yeah. bonded and and you see how their relationship kind of grows, especially in Winter Soldier, where she's like, Who do you want me to be? And he's like, How about just a just friend? A friend. Yeah. Like just um and she kind of changes and evolves and Steve is a big influence mm-hmm. on her character so I mean and that that whole scene before love obviously Scott turns up mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. Steve and Nat yeah that is you know yeah where she's like what you came here to do your laundry and he's like how yeah. about to and it's, see it a is, friend it's like that that sibling relationship and it's like in in uh Winter Soldier where they've come back from they've they're you know hiding out at Sam's and that mm. conversation between them you can you can you can tell that there's that there's a friendship brewing there yeah and that it is more than just a friend from work it's they yeah. are you know and and also the bit just before they go to do their separate missions and she looks at him and says see you in a minute mm-hmm. and his little face and it was like oh you know and the, wasn't she stood next to Clint yeah you know, and then Bruce was over there. The fact that she said it to him. Yeah. You know? Oy. Yeah. Mm. Just... Mm-hmm. And then we get into the see, we're just going to segue since we're talking about Nat into this whole soul stone bullshit. Mm-hmm. Not soul, soul, not soul stone. Is it soul stone? Yeah, she goes, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Soul stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. First <laughs> off, first off, neither neither Tony nor Nebula said anything about like, okay. Yes. There's been made the argument that they didn't know like for real what happens, but 
Tony is like the smartest man in 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 the world. Uh, they've yeah. established that he's like super fucking smart. Nebula is whatever Nebula is. I assume she's very smart as well. Yeah, I'd say. Neither of them had the common sense to piece together that like Thanos and Gamora went to this place. Thanos yeah. came back with no Gamora and a stone. Cause she, cause she even says that, doesn't she? In Infinity War, he came back with the Soul Stone and she didn't. Yeah, and it's like, and Tony ha- like knows the situation because of Quill's whole thing. He was like, li- like he was there when they were talking about this. So it's like, how did they not piece that together and 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 like figure that out beforehand and send Nat mm-hmm. and like like. Because like obviously, obviously, because we then know what happened, so it had to be Nat and Clint for you know to fit into their storyline, blah blah blah. But yeah. if you think about it logically, why send two humans? Yeah, yeah, to that planet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it 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 would have made sense for like one of them to go with Nebula, or mm-hmm. you know, or with Thor, or something. I mean, I know Thor had to go to Asgard; he had to be the one to go to Asgard, but. It just frustrates me that they sent two humans to Volmir. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah. T- 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 Tony would not have thought, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people said, I, I saw a theory that people were like, Tony did know, and that's why he specifically sent the two of them. Like, and he knew that that was the only way to do it. So he had to send two people that like cared about each other or whatever. And I'm like, I mean, I have my problems and issues with Tony, but I don't think he's that like he's not that much of a bastard. No, no. no. And, and the thing is, as well, is that I know we got moments between Nat and Clint, but I never really felt that bond between them. Like not I know the we MCU. got a lot in yeah. Ultron and stuff like that, but I just never. To me, she was she was closer to Steve. The bond was stronger to Steve than it was to Clint. So to mm-hmm. send them and it's, it just, cause it's like, as soon as they went to Vormir and cause obviously we know what happens, you know, soul for soul, blah, blah, blah. You just knew straight away that we were going to lose Nat because it yeah. made no sense because it would have been like, Oh, well, she's going to sacrifice herself because Clint has a family. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And it just, it pissed me off. So I, it, and the fact that it was Nat, because we've mentioned it before, the only female Avenger, the first female Avenger, and it had to be her. Just pisses, it pisses me off every time. Out of every one of them, she deserved to be there at the end. Yeah. She deserved to fucking be there during that woman, like the big thing with all the women and stuff. Like, yeah. <sighs> Nat deserved to be there. It's just, oh, it's so, it drives me crazy. And the whole Clint has a family bullshit. Like, I I don't care. Who is Clint Barton in the MCU? Like, obviously we're going to, we're getting a show for him. And I, we have, sorry, Ginger and uh, and everybody that was. And Nat, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, But like, it's, they just have not given us anything like Clint has not been mm-hmm. developed whatsoever. And that's why I agree with you on the Nat and Clint relationship thing. We haven't gotten enough of Clint Barton to, to see any of that 
really as like a as an actual relationship between the two of them and giving him a family randomly is just it it's so weird and I hate that argument that it's like oh he has a family who cares he he was off murdering people for five years like being the ronin and stuff and it's not gonna obviously like looks like he doesn't have any sort of uh consequences for that wow that's funny um yeah i wonder why he doesn't have court mandated therapy sessions yes that is exactly it. Like I see arguments with that all the time. They're like, oh, okay, well, you know, Bucky had to ha- go through all of this shit. And it's like, well, slightly different. Bucky didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Clint did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, it just pees me off when people try. Because you can tell the people who hate characters because they will do anything they can to belittle that character. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously I hate Clint. I, I do. I just, I cannot stand him. I think some of it is because of Jeremy Renner as well. I just don't click with him as an actor. Yeah. But Clint, all that side of my hatred of the character, he hasn't, like you say, he hasn't progressed. He has, we haven't got enough of Clint. And I think the Hawkeye series, whilst I'm going to watch it, because, you know, it's Marvel content, I think it's a little, it's a little too late, mm-hmm. I think, for them to expand on him because he's no longer an Avenger. And, and they're moving on from the original six so it's like why develop his character in particular the it's very obvious that this is just setting up kate bishop as a character and that's all well and good but we could have done that without clint (laughs) like we could have yeah i mean yeah that's the thing the fact that it's called hawkeye and it's like it's not gonna be about him though is it yeah 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 so it's yeah they they people try to argue that we got a bunch of stuff with him in age of ultron i'm like yeah they gave him a family and they had him have this like little thing with the twins that it was a know, little bit funny yeah, yeah and eh, and then he's in civil war you know and blah 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 with wanda and everything and i'm like i i just i don't see where anybody is coming from as far as it, he just doesn't have a personality that they've really and it it, it is the thing like i mean again no disrespect ginger and that but it's like when they say the most underrated avenger it's fucking not it's because it's fucking shit it's not the end and this is it's not a fault of the character himself it's a character i mean it's a fault of the the way the character has been treated, the way the writers have have done this character. Yeah. So they, they made him the joke of the Avengers, really, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they they did. He's he's the comic relief, and um, it's it's unfortunate because I know that Clint Barton is a very beloved character in the comics, and they unfortunately just it's he's fallen flat. His character has fallen so flat, and I I don't understand why we could have just done without him. <laughs> why yeah. couldn't it have been clint because he compared to nat him and nat like which one of them as they have set up in the mcu thus far up until that point deserved to be there in the end yeah yeah because it's just the fact that their justification was because he had a family and it's like yeah because you gave him one yeah yeah <laughs> it's like oops hey guess what now nat had a family that they don't even fucking this oh this is another thing that makes 
that makes me so mad about it is that in the Black Widow movie, we establish, hey, guess what? She did have a family this whole fucking time, but it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just, oh, yeah. And now, now they've given us Yelena and we all love Yelena. And to think about now retroactively how Yelena is probably, I think they've established that Yelena was snapped. Yeah. As a way to set, be like, this is why this was Nat's motivation to do it was because Yelena was snapped and, and possibly the rest of her family was snapped, you know, and so she's Mm -hmm. trying to get them back as well as the rest of her found family. Yeah. Um, but that's just, that's even like, can you imagine like Elena coming back from being snapped and, and (laughs) Nat's gone, like Nat's gone. Like, obviously that's the inciting, like issues for what's going to be going on with her now yeah in Hawkeye but it's just I hate that I hate that they gave her family like this is that's why it pisses me off about why they waited so fucking long for this Black Widow movie yeah because now when you look back they're like retconning things because they establish in the main MCU that she she doesn't have a fan like she's very adamant that she's alone you know like yeah. this is her family now she has that 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 really great uh monologue and stuff with with steve where she's like um i didn't i had nothing i had no one yeah. until i had this family and i got this yeah and i got this and even though they're gone i'm trying to get better i'm still trying to be better and she no mention of like what and they they even say like did she have any family and Steve's like no she just had us. us yeah and I'm like so she didn't tell anybody I don't like it yeah uh, it I mean I mean the thing is it's, it's like they, they didn't even explain it in Black Widow did they as to why she would have kept it a secret it's, it's like mm-hmm. she you know if they'd said at one point she kept them a secret because she wanted to protect them but then also on the same but Yelena can kick ass Alexi can kick ass you know, so it's like, so it yeah. just makes no sense for her to keep it a secret from anybody. And that yeah. is, uh, that is one of the problems that I know I have with Endgame. And I know that you do as well, is the fact that it was lazy writing mm-hmm. is the fact that they were just like, oh, well, we're just not going to think about that. We're just not going to explain that. And that that's yeah. why, you know, the fact that she wouldn't have kept it a secret. No, she just wouldn't have. Especially from Steve or Clint or that. Yeah, that's the thing from Steve because Steve is literally the one who says, "No, she only had us." And people are like, "No, she told Steve, but she told Steve not to tell anybody." So that's like what it. I'm like bullshit, (laughs) like bullshit. Okay, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) No, (laughs) it's yeah, it's just. Because yeah. she is definitely one of the characters that the that the MCU have done dirty, you know, and it just it really the first just, time we really actually annoying. got really good Nat. Like, I feel like it was like the best version of Nat in fucking What If in the last episode of What If. I was like, this is the Natasha we deserve. Like this yeah. is the one we need and want. And I'm, 
voice. <laughs> it's a fucking animated show. Anyone in Scarlet Johansson as well. It's not even Scarlet. So it's like, ah! yeah. God, it just, oh, that's, I mean, I mean, I guess maybe we should talk about good points yeah. rather than just completely trash the whole thing. I mean, obviously, the the moment where Steve wields Jonathan, that I remember watching that. As soon as that you saw it being lifted up, you're like, fuck. Yeah. And See, then obviously it comes back and then he's like, oh this whole this whole final sequence is is one of the big things that I struggle so hard with because with my dislike of the film because oh. the, how incredible this final sequence was oh, um sure. just visually um how just how they did it that moment when you know Steve Steve picks up obviously picks up the hammer he he's like hurt his arm really bad he tightens that strap the shield is broken you know and but he is ready to take on Thanos by himself do it anyway yeah by himself like he's gonna do it he's gonna go down he's he is Steve fucking Rogers like and then on you hear yeah and then we hear Sam and you're just like my, the theater I was in was losing their fucking minds. Like we all were just screaming bloody murder. And uh, I know that like, the, cause they're showing everybody coming out of the portals. And so everybody's mm-hmm. getting their own moment, you know, like Quill comes out and he pops this thing and his helmet comes off and, and Sam's flying around and, and then, uh, yeah. and Bucky walks out with his gun and I was like, his hair up. <laughs> he pulled it. He took a moment to pull his hair up in a ponytail. <laughs> gotta look good for my boyfriend um and uh and then peter obviously peter jumps through and everybody's like so i mean this whole and a lot of people will say you know fan service this whole thing was fan service and i was like yes but it's fucking brilliant (laughs) yes it's it's amazing it's incredible it's so good and we have that fucking moment with Wanda and Thanos where she is like she yeah she that she could have fucking destroyed him yep. but she was playing with him and Feige uh, has said Feige is like she would have fucking killed Thanos right then if he hadn't called down his freaking yeah. hellfire or whatever she would have mm-hmm. killed him she's the fucking scarlet witch yeah and he's and she's just like you took everything from me. And he's like, I don't even know who you are. And she's you like, will. oh, yeah. you will. Or it just, yeah, it is, it's the simple bit where she's got him and then she just does that mm-hmm. every time. I'm like, oh, she's going to fucking murder him. And then yep. rain fire. Fucking prick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, oh God. And then- I found as, as something else is like, not, is when she says that, like, obviously you just think vision. But a lot of people have said she's probably just discovered Nat's not there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then that was something else as well. You know, you took everything from me. I don't yeah. even know who you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, uh, uh, and then there's the whole, 
there, there's the whole uh Gamora thing too, where this is not our Gamora and everything. 2014 Gamora, yeah. Yeah. And so that's another thing that they throw in there that mm-hmm. um p- pisses me off as well. Um yeah. <laughs> because time criminal. Um <laughs> but <laughs> how come she gets to say that's not fair? Where's the TVA when you need them? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Call the caps. <laughs> Call the space caps. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, yeah, I also love, I, I really actually got to love where they're trying to find the, they're trying to find the, uh, the time machine that's in the, tr- in the van somewhere. Yes. And then it's like, click the thing. And they're like, anybody got eyes on the van? Is everybody seeing Nubby Brown Man out there? I love that so much. And the, um, the fun little like volley that we have of them trying to get the gauntlet away where Peter's like trying to hold on to it and everybody's like, oh, give it to me. And they're like passing the baton. And I mean, there's one bit in it that you just know full well that the Marvel writers thought, okay, we're going to add this because I've seen civil war between T'Challa and Clint. I'm Clint. I don't care. And then like in it where he's like, Clint, give it to me. It's like, oh, character (laughs) development. You know, <laughs> he remembers him. <laughs> and uh, what is it? Uh, oh, when he's like, he's like holding it on the ground. And then that's when uh, friggin' uh, Carol shows up yeah. and she's like, hey, Peter Parker, you got something for me. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to get all through that. I mean, the thing is, is like, with the whole don't worry, she's got help. I mean, that was thrown in for a feminist moment, but it, mm-hmm. it, as much as like I, 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 it's a difficult one because I do like watching it, but mm-hmm. I'm also like, and I think yeah. some of it is because Nat wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Other times mm-hmm. it's just like you're forcing that. I think mm-hmm. a bit too much. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, it is. It is irritating that I like it, but also at the same time I don't yeah it just seems very weird like in the middle of a fight that all the girls would like make sure that they're together like, like to do oh, that we're gathering, are we okay oh. <laughs> hey guys over this way follow me Mother's meeting. <laughs> to me to me yeah <laughs> it is, but yeah. It is quite funny i mean although the, th- the one part that i do like about it is obviously where carol is um carrying the gauntlet and she's going for it and then i think it's shuri hope and somebody else come out of the smoke and then they like force mm-hmm. Thanos back that mm-hmm. moment gets me a bit like Whew. yeah it's a bit reminiscent of in ultron where um tony vision and thor do it to mm-hmm. ultron like yeah right at the very end so it's just like yeah i like that moment. yeah 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 mm-hmm. and i i love the the part where the the big three thor tony and steve are like squaring up on thanos and stuff like that's great i also love the moment where uh what is it does steve pick up the, the a storm breaker or whatever at one point he's like no 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 you it can comes have the little to, one yeah yeah he's like no you can have the little one and they yeah, like swap yeah. <laughs> i love moments like that i mean quickly rewinding the bit obviously where it's all attacked and then um, Tony wakes up Steve and he's like, come on, you know, we've got to go. And it just make it kills me every time that Thor is just standing there watching Thanos and Steve's probably like unconscious, like directly behind him. And he's like, I'm going to help him. <laughs> I'm just going to stand here, stare at Thanos while Steve is unconscious behind me. 
And, and obviously that bit where he like calls both of them and it's like, oh yeah. And God, that's why it's so thunder. annoying because you just thought <clears throat> he's got Jonathan and he's got Stormbreaker. This is going to be a fucking amazing moment. But in true Marvel style, they nerf the fuck out of him and then he's rendered useless. Yeah. Yeah. I love his little piggy tails. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, should we, I think we should probably discuss Thor as well. And I was another, just about to say, that's, I was that's, like... that's another thing that's wrong with it is the fact that yes, they, they made it, they made, they made him fat and the whole, you know, it, it grinds my gears because whilst it is funny, they're also making a joke of it, mm-hmm. of like this, this, you know, Thor is traumatized. He's lost he's lost everyone yeah and they're like oh do you know what we're gonna do we're gonna make him fat and depressed but we're gonna make it funny it's like it's not not how it especially when you compare it to how he was in infinity war yeah yeah and i'm see that and that's another thing is that um I hated that they did that, that they made that fat joke. And apparently Chris Hemsworth also was not super comfortable with it because apparently when at the end, in the end sequence, when he like got those and stuff and, and got his armor and everything back, they were going to make him skinny again. And Chris Hemsworth was like, no, <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. He's going to stay fat. We can still we can still do this. Like, like that's a, a going a little bit too far. And I'm like, yeah. thank God, because yeah, that would have just that. Wow. Yeah. If they did that, I would have been, mm. that would have been a, one too far for the joke. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really unfortunate that they did that because it, it, it does say a lot about, you know, it, it he could have had that struggle and not been been made into a fat joke you know yeah yeah um because obviously like you know he's 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 dealing with a lot out, out of everybody mm. he's lost the most yeah i think yeah. um like yes yeah steve lost bucky and like sam and you know they've all lost all of these people but and rocket has lost everybody but it's just like thor just lost loki like for real for real lost loki like and then heimdall as well yeah yeah yeah. and and like a majority of asgard like there's barely any asgardians left asgard is destroyed yeah so he's he's lost so much more and um I love the talk that him and Frigga have when he's when he's there, where she like knows she's like you're not, you're not from my yeah yeah, and she's like you've been through so much and blah 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 and all this and um, I I liked that moment um yeah they they could have done it differently I think um but I did I do like his little ponytails his little piggy tails (laughs) and his and his braided beard and stuff like that's yeah. uh <laughs> is yeah because that's the thought because obviously ugh, the the first time that you see him properly like with the lightning and everything like that is Ragnarok where he mm-hmm. discovers that you know he's he's not the god of hammers as yeah. Odin says and that bit and just the way 
that they built him up so much because my husband is a comic book fan. Mm. He always gets pissed off with the fact that they nerf these characters. Mm. I mean, I get it because that's how the story plays, blah, 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 blah. But it's like with, with, she wasn't Scarlet Witch at the time, but like even with Wanda, how they nerfed her so much. Mm-hmm. And it's as if they nerfed these characters to make other characters look better. Yeah. And it's like, I don't understand how you can have the God of Thunder, but then he's useless. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just. Well, it, and Carol too. Carol yeah. Danvers is fucking Captain Marvel. Like she is super fucking powerful. Like yep. so powerful. Like she could have both her wanda maybe even thor like all three of them could have just handled it like on yeah. their own and so yeah that like i get it that they're trying they have to like have these other characters have their moments and blah 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 yeah. but i'm like okay yeah. <laughs> i mean it's like with the bit where you know thanos has thor pinned down with stormbreaker he's forcing it into him and whilst it is annoying that it's like first of all Thanos wouldn't be able to do that you you get it because obviously it's it's a way of making Steve save the day with Jonathan and all of that mm-hmm. so th- they're they're a big Marvel are a big fan of that that they put other characters in the shitter to make others look better um yeah I mean it, the, the thing is, is what I like about um the MCU's version of Peter Parker is the fact that it's actually showing how strong he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, like when you see him in Civil War. I mean, mm-hmm. the, there is a moment where he's he's with Steve and then he he obviously shoots webs at him and then Steve's like that. And then mm-hmm. Steve does his flip and then that's how he... My husband's like, he wouldn't be able to do that. Like, yes, while Steve is incredibly strong, Peter's stronger. Yeah. And then obviously then they have the moment where he's holding up the thing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah I forgot where I was going with that yeah yeah no it's just yeah they they it's weird they pick and choose they pick and choose how they what they want to use um to suit what they're doing Mm -hmm. and while yeah we're trying to do a, a narrative um it doesn't make much sense in retrospect with how they how they choose to deal with stuff um but yeah so (laughs) we'll get into that moment we are we're getting really close and i'm worried (laughs) let's just have a moment moment of silence yeah because i think like this is where we're going to get so heated and i mean it's a good thing that the podcast is you know registered explicit because you know I mean, let's get to the moment where Thanos says, I am inevitable. And then Tony says, and I am Iron Man. Yep. I, <laughs> the, what breaks my heart is obviously Tony. We're losing Tony. But it's the way RDJ is saying goodbye to Tony at that point. You can see it in his face. We're saying, I am Iron Man for the last time. 
I think that is a death that I will never get over. Is Tony Stark? Yeah, the, the guy, he's not perfect, and I know no. I've, a lot of people have an issue with Tony, especially after that scene in Falcon and the Winter Soldier where they're like, "Oh, what Tony didn't pay you and all of that stuff," and then suddenly there was loads of hate on Tony and all of this. So, so there's a lot of people that don't like Tony, but I just think that moment. Hmm. you can you can have your issues with the character which i do i do have issues with especially when we get towards civil war and how he mm-hmm. handles all of that stuff um you can have your issues with this character but you can still have this attachment to him especially given the point the fact that he is the first the first one this he started the mcu Mm -hmm. so we've been following him for the entirety of this whole story and plot line Mm -hmm. and you can't help but have um an attachment to him and and when that is finally complete and and done for for sure like for real like even with my issues with the character it still is devastating and and a really you know impactful moment Mm -hmm. especially given because we go back to these parallels of when steve and tony were arguing in avengers and they both you know throw their insults at each other it's like um steve's like you're not the one to make the sacrifice play and tony's like every yeah yeah, and tony says the only thing special about you came from a box and so obviously Steve lifts Jonathan. So it's like, yeah. he's, he's worthy. He is worthy of that. And Tony sacrifices everything to, yeah. to save them all. So mm-hmm. I think that is very poetic. I think at, yeah. at the end of this whole thing to kind of juxtapose those. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like, uh, yeah going into endgame i mean because obviously we'd already lost those people and you just you went in you're like you didn't really know what to expect but you knew at some point they were going to bring people back and that Mm. we knew that there was going to be casualties we did know that we were probably going to lose them because contracts were up and all of that stuff but it it was the moment where dr strange is like that moment and you just his face the way tony's face just dropped that it was just like fuck we're we're about to lose tony yeah yeah and it was like it yeah it still it still gets me a bit like yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's rough and i i remember during the um during the funeral scene after all of this um be just being the whole his whole speech and stuff with the yeah. with the hologram and then at the end looking at Morgan and being like I love you 3000 like no you can't not just like oh like. the fact that it's been revealed that that's what RDJ's kids say to him that's how it got into the movie I was like no it's and that has become like such a big thing in the Marvel mm-hmm. fandom it's like I love you 3000 and just yeah yeah 
it's and it's it's interesting to think about it as well that tony recorded that beforehand you know and he had a feeling that it might not go in his favor but he still had faith that they would they would win um and and and, that that infamous line of part of the journey is the end and yeah that That was another thing i think that was like a love letter to the fans you know being like Mm -hmm. i i tend to take that speech in context of like rdj talking to the fans basically being like this is we're at the end and all this stuff um Mm -hmm. and so it's 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 a great it's a great moment um and then, and then we'll we'll real quick real quick mention this because I love the I love the pan of all of the people at the funeral so we're getting mm-hmm. to see that you know everybody's there and stuff and it's yep. like wait who's that kid Keep <laughs> <Yeah. going. laughs> I love I love that everybody was like who are you and then you finally figure out that it's Harley like, oh makes sense but yeah yeah when you yeah when you saw him it was like and then and then it also goes by the we need massive amounts of therapy trio (laughs) as it continues to go yeah sam bucky wonder and i love that bucky's in like a fucking bomber jacket and jeans like like as if he did not expect to be at this funeral and sam was like fucking put your clothes on (laughs) god damn it and come with me right now like (laughs) put something on i know your wardrobe is exclusively black it'll work okay (laughs) yeah it's just like when you watch back interviews and that the 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 entire cast are like we told it was we were told it was a fucking wedding yeah (laughs) and then they get there and they're like where's robert yeah what's going on where is he oh he's in the mall jesus christ (laughs) i mean could you imagine that moment like they're all like wedding scene shit (laughs) my thing is like who did they think was getting married (laughs) it depends when they filmed it I mean, maybe everybody was like, maybe everybody was still alive at that point. Maybe that's true because they do film it out of order. Like maybe they thought, like, oh, we're gonna randomly throw in a pepperone pepperoni like wedding in here. Like who knows? <laughs> yeah, just, just something around. Maybe Bruce and Nat are like, you know. I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, another that. thing that pisses me off a little bit, though. We'll kind of sidestep into fact that tony gets this gorgeous like whole oh. like memorial thing and nat gets nothing <laughs> gets like a tiny little conversation between clint and wanda i'm like rude yeah. <laughs> rude <laughs> that's fucking rude <laughs> yeah it's just i mean the thing, i mean we can mention the deleted scene if people haven't watched it which they cut and it really fucks me off that they cut it but they they explained it said oh because we have a sad moment at the funeral obviously once Tony's died and then they all kneel they all kneel mm, for it. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. why the fuck would you cut that out because that is more powerful than the funeral yeah yeah and 
I mean, and the thing is, is I when I was watching that deleted scene, I was crying because obviously it's a very sad moment. And then you just see Gamora standing there, and she's like, and then just walks yeah. off. She's like, I don't yeah. know what these people she's are. Like, oh. <laughs> she's like, I don't know these people. Of the scene in Supernatural where they're like, for Dean, for Dean, and then Rowena's like, I barely know the man. <laughs> <laughs> and that like, it just reminds me of that, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, the way she's just like. I don't know who you are. Yeah, she's like, I don't know any of you people. <laughs> Peace. Yeah. But I guess like they, they they cut that scene. I know they cut it because they said, oh no, we we're already gonna have a sad moment. We didn't want to have two sad moments and all of that stuff. And I guess if you haven't watched that scene, you're still very much like, uh, well, where is Gamora? Like, yeah. What happened yeah. to her? Because then obviously at the end you see with Quill where he's looking for her on the thing and it's just maybe that's why they cut it as well because they didn't want people to know what was happening with Gamora yeah 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 Yeah. oh god lord give us strength for this conversation Claire (laughs) I'm not ready for it (laughs) okay let's let's rip the band-aid off Mm -hmm. and just delve in to the scene where Steve has the stones and here's the yeah here's 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 another thing about this scene that drives me fucking crazy is that how does Steve get the stone for that goes back to Asgard back into Natalie Portman back into Jane how does he do that because it's a stone it's not the ether yeah when he closes the case they're all stones Mm. that's another thing the uh tesseract one it's not the tesseract it's a stone and Mm -hmm. the the other one that Quill had it's not in its power stone yeah how 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 make this make sense to me also does he go with the shield no no he doesn't have the shield he goes with, with jonathan yeah so where'd you get the shield steven <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> and, and the thing is right and the thing is Right, is that this is the argument that people are making when they're having a go at me on TikTok about Bucky, right? Sorry, I I got a bit heated. I pushed my chair away. Um, Is that because they then address it in Falcon and Winter Soldier, which fucks me off even more. There is no way that we were made aware that Bucky knew what Steve was about to do. I mean, yes, he does that, I'm going to miss you, pal, and all of that stuff. But we deserved that conversation. Not just a little flippant comment that he makes to Sam, oh, when Steve and I talked about it. It's like, we needed that conversation. You cannot give us all of these fucking movies where Steve is doing everything he can to save his best friend and all of this, to then not give us that fucking moment. Amen. You know? It, oh. 
yeah, no, that's not. Because and, and also, I'd like to point out, it's not because something else that people say as well is it's like, oh, it's because you're a stucky shipper and you wanted Steve to be with Bucky. So it's nothing to fucking do with that. It's Mm-mm. the fact that we've had all of this about Steve saving his best friend to just then be like, we're not even going to give you a little snippet of that conversation yeah. well, that they would have had. Yeah, and we we mentioned earlier that it it was so out of pocket for him to suddenly be like, oh, I went into the ice and left my the love of my life, mm-hmm. you know, in in yeah. the 40s or whatever. It was just so suddenly like, oh, so she was she's the love of your life now. She's your motivation. No, she's mm-hmm. fucking not. Bucky has been your motivation the entire goddamn time. Like from the very beginning, like I'm not even talking him in the future from the very beginning in first Avenger, where yeah, he, goes, he yeah. goes behind enemy lines, ignores all of them to go save Bucky Barnes. Yep. And then Bucky fucking falls off a train and Steve He's traumatized. How coinc- how coincidental that he would drive his plane into the ocean into the ice after his best friend dies because he has nothing left to live for yeah because there isn't that that deleted scene as well with Rody and him where he's like oh well you couldn't have jumped out of the plane before you crashed it yeah Dave Rogers would have fucking jumped out of that if he wanted to be with Peggy so fucking much he would have jumped out of that fucking plane thank you <laughs> He didn't give a shit about Peggy Carter. Oh my God. They kissed once. Ah! I'm so sorry if anybody's wearing headphones right now, but it makes me so mad. It just, it just, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, I mean, because I don't, I don't want, I don't want to force anything on people, but it's that we now, now that we've seen what if, Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. have taken the exact same moments that mm-hmm. Steve and Bucky had mm-hmm. and then turned it into Steve and Peggy and it was romantic. Yep. Yep. <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> and then this is the other thing that pisses me the fuck off about what if is that they did that. They gave those scenes to Peggy and Steve and were like, oh, it's romantic now, all of these moments. And then they made Bucky fucking as apathetic as possible. Anything that had to do with Steve. When he falls off the train in that first What If episode, he's like, oh, well, let's go. Come on, Peggy. We got to keep going. When he's a goddamn zombie, he's like, guess this is the end of the line. Blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. Like he doesn't get, they make him, they made him not give a shit. I'm like, that is not Bucky Barnes. God damn it. That is not James Buchanan Barnes. That's not how he acts around Steve Rogers. They forced that shit because they're yeah. like this is not this is not our narrative that's mm-hmm. not how it is but i'm like make it fucking make sense yeah. make it make sense that you would take all of these moments that steve and bucky have had and give them to steve and peggy and and make that and yeah. now it's now it now it's fine now it makes sense yeah. like that doesn't that doesn't oh God, i mean the just... thing is, is i mean like even if even if you don't want to make it like a like a stucky thing it still doesn't make fucking sense that just that 
I know people make the argument that Bucky was a grown ass man. He needed to deal with things and he didn't need Steve there to look after him, which Mm -hmm. is fair enough. That is fair enough. But you cannot tell me that that, that, wasn't it somebody worked out that they only spent like a week together from when he stopped being the Winter Soldier to Endgame. They'd only spent a week together. Probably not. You do the math. Yeah. yeah, if you do the math, they literally only had a, like a week, yeah. like we that they showed us on screen. Like people yeah. keep saying, "Oh, but there's all this time in between while he's in Wakanda and stuff." Like frozen. Steve must have gone to visit. Yeah, I was like, he's fucking frozen most of the time. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. And it's just like he, Steve Rogers, goes through all of this shit once he finds out that. Bucky is alive. Like that is his, his main focus. He's got Sam looking for him. He's got, you know, Nat giving him all this information, trying to find him. He's trying, he, he finds him in civil war and he's like, come on, Buck. And he gives up this relationship and this mantle and all this stuff. He drops the shield for this man. Again, he continuously drops the fucking shield for Bucky Barnes. And you know, he goes through all of this. He, he takes him to Wakanda, you know, to get fixed and everything. And then he gets dusted. Yeah. And suddenly his motivation is, is his changed. And it's not about Bucky anymore. Yeah. It's all I about mean, this it's, woman. It's like, as well, like, if you think about it, they've known each other since they were kids. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm going to, I, I'm going to put it into a perspective of like you and I Mm. like I'm obviously we haven't known each other for like since we were kids right but it's like I couldn't ever imagine having a friend and having that friend go through all of that shit they went through like if you went through all of that shit obviously Mm -hmm. not going to soldier stuff but if you went through so much shit like that Mm-hmm. And then finally, it's all over and we have a chance to finally be friends and spend time together and all of that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't then suddenly go, now you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it just, uh, one, you've got to think about the fun. fact that like Bucky also, he's so young. Like when you think about it, he, what, he's like canonically, I think like 27 when he go gets taken from the winter soldier program or whatever. And he's Mm -hmm. been on and off ice. Like he hasn't been himself for like 70 fucking years. And he finally gets to get free of that. But then he spends a good two years just trying to remember himself, just trying Mm -hmm. to remember who he is while also avoiding being like captured by Hydra again, or, you know, the government or whatever, like he, Mm -hmm. and then he, you know, Steve finally finds him and he, you know, he figures out who he is, but then he realizes, you know, I still have this goddamn programming in my head. And he's like, you have to put me back on ice. Like you can't, I can't even imagine how horrible a decision that is. Like Mm -hmm. you have to put me back on ice and he loses even more of his time like Uh even more of his life and then he is snapped for five years so he loses even more of his time like 
poor Steve Rogers was frozen on ice for 70 years, blah, blah, blah. And then, but he's gotten so much more time than, than Bucky has. Bucky's gotten no time at all. Steve, Bucky gets snapped. He comes back and this friend that he has, you know, expected to be able to rely on and that knows has been fighting for him. It just, just leaves. And yeah, that's the thing about Bucky's though, is that Bucky as a character has seemed so selfless, you know, mm-hmm. that it, it, I mean, it does make sense to me that Bucky would be like, yeah, like he wouldn't be okay with it, but he would be like, no, go Steve. Like, I, I want you to be happy. Like he would choose Steve's happiness over his own. Yeah. But that doesn't excuse Steve Rogers from making that decision, right. from making him have to be okay with that decision. Like that, yeah. that should not be something that he put Bucky in, in like that situation. Yeah. He shouldn't have made Bucky have to, have to do that. It just, just, I mean, and so then like, cause again, that's an argument that people say all the time that Steve was allowed to be selfish. It's like, right, okay. So he's been selfish the whole fucking time. I don't even want to hear that. Like, we wanted all of these characters to have a happy ending because of all of the shit that they've gone through. Mm-hmm. To me, it makes zero sense that Steve would feel happiest being in the 40s with a woman he kissed once without his best friend. But this is also the thing is he's okay. So he's happiest in the past where he knows that Bucky Barnes is with Hydra right now being Ah, tortured and turned into the winter soldier. He He also, he also knows that shield is Hydra that Peggy, the, 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 the fucking thing that she is building is already infiltrated. Like it it is, is not good. Like he Oh, like he knows that Tony Stark is going to be kidnapped by terrorists and like all this stuff. He knows that Bucky is going to kill Howard. Yeah. He knows that Bucky's going to kill Howard. Like he, how is that his happy ending being in the past with, with, with Peggy knowing that all this is going to happen. People say as well, well, Steve was her husband all along. Bullshit. Bullshit. I'm sick and tired of people saying stuff like that to try and justify why he went back. He he did not need to go back. And also because there was it was supposed to be this this big moment where, you know, he passes the shield to Sam. To me, it feels so disrespectful that he did that because he was old. Mm-hmm. It should have been that he came back, then decided, you know what, I'm going to retire have the shield yeah and i'm just gonna be steve rogers and just do what i want to do here yeah not have it like oh well i can't do it anymore so here you go sam have the shield yeah it just makes it so i mean when he when obviously when sam got the shield you were like fuck this is a you know this is a big thing sam's the new captain america and everything like that but it's still it's it's tainted by the fact that it's because steve rogers was old yeah yeah. And it just, it yeah, it just pisses me off. And yeah. And the whole argument of he was Peggy's husband all along makes the Sharon situation even more fucked up than it already is. Because it's like, 
I'm sorry. If he was her husband the whole time, I feel like Sharon would have uh, known about this. And, but then they're like arguing that it's like, it's the, it's the time travel thing. Like it didn't mm-hmm. actually happen yet. Like they're just like, re- but no, that doesn't make it. If, if that's how it happened and it like reset, he should be in another timeline. He should yeah. be on a different thread. He should not be back. Because it's like, like the original what was thread. The, yeah, what was the point where, so it's like, right, so he goes back after he crashes so yeah. it's like right so he just knocks on the door and Peggy's like oh my god I thought you were dead yeah you know what I mean so it's like at what point does he then show himself like, yeah is it after he's got so if it's if he goes back this is why the time travel thing fucks me off because yeah. it's like so if he goes back and Steve like at the point where Steve has already gone into the ice surely we would still have that steve that went into the ice yeah but yet we don't we have old man steve yeah it doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't make (laughs) so it's like so also with old man steve is it is what did he come back old or was did he grow old here yeah yeah that's another thing it's like and, and how did he like with all it just it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense and also why did Steve age timeline and it's like well but why did he age though they've they've I don't know if the MCU's explicitly explicitly said it but I know in the comic books the serum makes it so that they age like really slowly like really slowly so there's it doesn't make any sense that he would become like an old dude like that like I don't like did he go back before he was given the serum or something but, but like, then it's like but then we see that it hasn't because obviously when they're there dancing he's tall yeah he's tall so it's like it god damn it it doesn't make any sense and yeah it just and the thing is as well and then then you get people like doing all the theories and everything and they're like oh no he didn't marry peggy because there was that thing where he's like are you gonna tell me who the woman is no i don't think i will it's like People are like, if it was Peggy, he would have said it was Peggy. But it's like, yeah, yeah but we saw him dancing with Peggy and they kissed. So, so who would it, why, why would it, yeah, why, why would it, it be someone else? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, it just pays me off so much because there's just so much wrong with it. And when people say, oh, it's because you just wanted him to stay with Bucky and you don't like Peggy. It's like, yeah, those are our reasons, but it makes no sense that he would do that because it's like what what was the reason why he became captain america in the first place because he wanted to serve his country he wanted Mm -hmm. to protect those he loved what he doesn't want that anymore no he just wants to marry the love of his life no so it's like he had the serum so what is he no longer captain america anymore well and then and everybody's like he like you said before he deserved to be selfish for once i i could argue that he's been selfish the whole fucking time but we Mm -hmm. won't get into that i've gotten into (laughs) arguments with people over that too they they really didn't like that i said that um but uh he could have still been selfish and given the shield away (laughs) and and stayed in 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 the future like he and I can't even imagine having like him willingly having to readjust to that stuff because at that point he's been in present time for like 
a decade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at least a decade, um, maybe more because of the five years of the, between the snap yeah. and everything, having to go back in the past and readjust after he's spent all this time adjusting. Like, why would he put himself through that again? Yeah, like the same way he's talking to Sam in the Winter Soldier. He's like, food's so much better. We used to boil everything. And he's naming all these things that's so much better about being here. But he's yeah. like, actually, no, I'm going to go back and experience yeah. it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't make any sense. It's just, yeah, it just doesn't, it, it just makes no sense at all. Because to me, I mean, it's not it's not just about Bucky and it's not about Sam, but it, it's sort of shitting on everything because mm-hmm. it's like the only way he can be happy is to go back to the 40s to be with Peggy. So what that means, everybody in the future means fuck all to him. Yeah. Yeah, it it just oh, it's, it's, yeah. It it just it erases all of this character development. Yeah, it erases just all. It it feels like it made everything pointless. Like it made all of the civil stuff. war was pointless. Yeah, it wasn't it. Yeah, it doesn't. It why why even do that? Yeah, <laughs> and. Yeah. So in conclusion, arrestee Rogers, time criminal. (laughs) Because wasn't that what they said? Like when it came to Loki, you know, it's like, oh, well, no, that's fine. It was, it was justified. Yeah. Everything, everything that the Avengers did was, that was fine. Yeah. It's like, Loki, if he like broke the sacred timeline, it's the Avengers fucking fault that he did. They are the reason he got the Tesseract and left. Like, they are the reason. It's like, why is he in trouble? He shouldn't be in trouble. Like, I don't understand. But they're the Avengers, so they're allowed to get away with stuff like that. Yeah, and fucking Gamora's a variant. She's not supposed to be there. So what the fuck? Why is she, why is she allowed? Like, why didn't the TVA show up the second 2014 Thanos came? Like, yeah. It's like, can you pause all of your fighting? You've been naughty. Yeah, bad, 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 bad. Go back where you belong. Like, I I don't understand. I mean, and that is the thing, like, because you mentioned it earlier, is that they're trying to sort of dig themselves out of stuff by chucking in all these little bits in Loki and WandaVision and all of that to try and explain why they did what they did. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but, but people obviously commented on my video where I said that the ending was trash and all of that. They're like, yes, but Chris Evans wanted out of the MCU. Yes, well aware of that. Yeah. But why make him old and then never fucking mention him again? Yeah. No, no, but that's the thing. They don't never fucking mention him again. They repeatedly mention him and reference him over and over and over and over again. They don't, but they don't explain that. I mean, they do that on the moon. What does that mean? Yeah. What? Yeah. What does that mean? He's gone. He's gone. (laughs) But like even in Loki that they, that bit with the Avengers they, it's as if they focused on Steve. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it's and then obviously in Hawkeye in the trailer, they've got the Rogers musical. Again, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? And in what if they they made sure to have him in like every episode, like yeah. It's, and it's like, I mean, I mean, obviously. Chris Evans did the infamous news to me with regards to putting the suit back on and coming back as Captain America. But now all these rumors have come about that he could possibly show up as Johnny Storm in Doctor <laughs> Strange 2. So then, the, so in my head, there's a part of me that like, maybe the reason they do keep mentioning Steve Rogers is because they might do something like that in Doctor Strange 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it just it it just annoys me that they've his character development just went yeah they still well, haven't explained where he is yeah what he's doing well, and that's another thing is that there were so many other ways that we could have gotten to this same exact thing with Sam getting the shield etc and Steve retiring and Chris Evans not being in the MCU anymore there were so many other options like I love looking at some of the fan theories that people have coming up come up with some of the fix it fix that I've read that have come up with like things one of the fix that I read god damn it I can't remember what it's called and it's gonna drive me crazy but one of the the things that this writer did was in the final battle Thanos used the it was either the time or the reality stone during the last fight to turn Steve back into pre-serum Steve Rogers. And that's how they like got over it. Like he didn't die, but he's little Steve again and he's sick, but he's in the future. So they're able to like help him with medical stuff, but he can't be Steve. He can't be captain America anymore because he's little Steve. And this is what annoys me is how can we as fans come up with better endings for these characters than the people who are actually in charge. And obviously I'm going to have to mention it and I've mentioned it before and I got into a lot of shit about it. The whole thing about Steve, it's all because Anthony Russo didn't like the character of Steve Rogers and said that he does not have a place in this time. And it's like, what fucking movies have you been watching? Because we have seen how he's changed he's no longer 1940s steve he's he's oh he doesn't have the same values that he had back then he's adjusted and all of that he's not still like oh my country and all of that he's not like that anymore yeah he well and he and he says in winter soldier he has the whole conversation with uh sam after he like watches the the meeting that sam does at the va where um sam asks him what have you have you been thinking about getting out and steve is like no he's like i don't uh, to be honest i don't know what i would do with myself if i didn't have the fight and sam just says you can do whatever you want like what makes you happy and steve doesn't have an answer he doesn't he doesn't know but i feel as though he kind of like finds that and and that's something another argument that people usually use is that like steve doesn't know what he would do without the fight he has to have the fight taken away from him in order to be able to like do so that's why he goes back in the past i was like no that doesn't make any sense because he's going back into the 40s during wartime like all of this stuff and the yeah. and our the steve rogers that we know that we established like how would he just sit by like his whole thing was that he wanted to 
to do it. And, and we could have still had that, you know, he, he gives up the fight and he doesn't have the fight anymore with him staying in the future. He, he could have, there, there was nothing, nothing stopping him. The Steve that we have at that point, who's gone through all of this, who's made these connections, who's, who's adjusted and evolved and, um, lost and gained and all this stuff. There was nothing stopping him from just giving the shield to Sam. No, there, there was not, nothing. No. Like it, yeah, it, he could he could have just come back and said, you know what, I'm done. I'm done, yeah. bro. Just yeah, yeah, take it. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and find myself a life in this in this place that I've lived for ten years. Yeah, you know, and it it I, it it annoys me because that's what we have. And that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Nothing will ever change. That's the ending that we got. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I mean, because I know that you've said it before and I, I agree with you. I would rather he be dead mm-hmm. than the ending he got. And yeah, just. Yeah, I, it just, I that would have made it. That's why I was like, that's why I got really mad because of the, and I know they did this on purpose. I know they did it on purpose with the, uh, ads and, uh, stuff for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They had that funeral picture like scene, like where they showed it in the previews and stuff. And everybody was like, Oh my God, it's, they're finally going to do Steve's funeral. And we're Mm -hmm. finally going to get that closure. And it wasn't his funeral. And it's like, why, why can't you give us that closure? I don't understand why they can't give us that closure. If they're going to make us deal with how they decided to end it with him coming back as an old person, just fucking give us that closure tell us it's, it's just he like, is dead yeah. like he's, little things he, like even with that moment between sam and bucky like obviously where they're playing with the shield and sam's like steve's gone yeah right where but but we haven't we haven't seen that last time we saw him he was an old man but gone can be interpreted in so many different ways yeah. like dead or gone he's like pissed off use your fucking words like say say he's dead let us see a let us see that he has like a grave and a memorial like to steve rogers like something something just cut cut the thread cut the check let us go yeah i mean it's also as well it's obviously in falcon and winter soldier where um sam takes isaiah to the smithsonian and shows him the whole you know captain america thing the fact that isaiah has been added and stuff that would have been a perfect moment to have shown something saying that steve rogers was dead because like even when when sam says the thing about that he's on the moon to torres it's like so Torres is asking where he is because nobody actually knows. Where. If he if he's an old man, just say he's an old man. Yeah, just I don't that he's an old man. Just yeah, I don't understand why that's like something that they can't like they they've decided that they can't tell anybody that that there are rumors in universe of like people need to are trying to figure out like fan theories of where Captain America is yeah. that the that that we've gotten a theory that he's on the goddamn moon like just oh because the thing is if they come out and say right okay everybody steve rogers is dead 
he is dead, then we can be like, that sucks, but okay. Yeah. It's just the fact that they refuse to, they, they, they refuse to address anything, but, but still mention him. But they yeah. don't give us, like you say, the closure that we need. And obviously with all these articles coming out that it's like, oh, he's going to film a cameo for Captain America 4. And then even before that came out, they were like, oh, he's putting the suit back on. And then obviously news to me, that's not going to happen. Well, it's starting to feel very purposeful at this point. Like the way that they're just like hamming it up and like shoving it down our throats. Like, Mm -hmm. like saying specifically, like we're like not giving us that closure and then being like, Steve, 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 like with everything, like, And, and that's another thing. I think it's very disrespectful towards Sam as Captain America now too, to not give us that closure and to have us holding out hope that we would get Steve back, Steve Rogers back. Like, that's not fair. That's not fair to Sam Mm -hmm. at all. And the way that they've treated his character since the ending of Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a whole nother thing completely. Like Captain Carter and everything. Yeah, with the whole Captain Carter thing and that they've just like basically stopped talking about it. Like even the announcement that they were like, yeah, we're doing a Captain America 4 was like not even that big of a deal. It's like they barely (laughs) talked about it. And so I'm just like, this is so fucked up, like yeah. how they're, how they're handling this, especially given how big of a deal it is that this, that our new Captain America is a person of color. Like it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's so disrespectful and I hate it. I hate it for Anthony Mackie. I, yeah. I hate it for, I hate it for Chris Evans. Like, can you imagine? He's probably gets asked all the fucking time. Like yeah. he, he's just like, dude, I just want to be done. Like, I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. And everybody on the internet's like, are you coming back? Are you going to be American? We need closure for him more importantly. Yeah. So he doesn't get all these questions all the time. You know, it's, I'd be yeah. sick of it. I'd I mean, because so the thing sick. is, is like now, <laughs> Now I've watched Free Guy and I've seen that cameo. I can just imagine him sitting there online or something like that. And then there's another article that comes up. Oh, he's putting the suit back on. What the shit? Yeah. (laughs) And it must be so frustrating for him. But I will say the day that he finally comes out and says, I hated the ending is the day that I will know peace. Yep. Yep. I feel I feel it coming. I do, I do, I feel it coming that he's going to be like, actually, you know what? Yeah. I'm like, come on, come on, Chris, be Kit Harrington and just be like, I fucking hated it. Like yeah. I did. Like, do, I maybe not do the whole rehab thing after. Right, but, right, right. <laughs> yeah, but just come out and say what we what we know that you uh that you were thinking. You hated yeah. it. You did. We, we know. You cannot tell me that you played this character for 10 years on screen, probably did, probably did prep years before that. So like say, what, 12 years, something like that. Cannot tell me that you are satisfied with how your character left. Especially given how vocal he was about him and Bucky's relationship during press mm-hmm. tours and stuff for like yeah. Winter Soldier and Civil War. Like the way that he spoke about their relationship and how it worked and how he defended like Bucky's yeah. character saying like, actually, I was going to say he's the victim, not a villain and yeah. stuff like. And doesn't he say, doesn't he say at one point that Bucky's home? Yeah. 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 He literally 
says that. And he, he was so vocal about that. Like Bucky is his, his constant and hit, you know, and then, and then all of a sudden that that's what happens in the end. And it's just, it's just, yeah. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot that happens in Endgame that just makes no sense. And I think the main, I think the main part of it is, is the fact that it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not just with Steve going back and everything like that, just like the time travel thing in general and to how, you know, it it is Steve do all that by himself. How did he do? How did did he get to Asgard? Yeah. How did he get to Asgard? How did he get to Asgard? How did he return the, how did he return the ether when he was there? How, how did he give the soul stone back? Yeah. What happens with that? Do they just put it back? Like if that was, if that was the stone that Nat died for. Yeah. So if you put that stone back, what do you get in return? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. Like that would have been a real, that's another thing that I've seen a lot of people saying that this should have been the ending was him putting the soul stone back and getting Nat and bringing Nat back. Yeah. Like being like, Hey, look, I got her back. Like, <laughs> because because don't they say that it's like, you have to return the stone at the exact point that it was taken. Yeah. So surely that would mean that Nat would come back. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. I don't. And I don't know how he did all of that by himself. It took groups of them to take them how yeah. how the fuck did steve rogers do that by himself like that doesn't yeah it doesn't make any sense it, it, it yeah. makes it's just it's just because it, yeah i mean like how did he get to Vormir? how did he get to asgard just... yeah how did he do how did he do any of that and, and then like he does said, all of that and then it's like i'm just gonna stay behind i'm just gonna stay with Penny. yeah it's like no no just how do you do that too that's my thing too it's like how did he how did he use the pim particles like to go further back to that point it just doesn't doesn't make any sense it makes no sense yeah and i think that's the frustrating thing is the fact that through the entire movie whilst there were very good good points like the Mm -hmm. final scene and you know stuff like that they twisted everything to make it play out how they wanted, regardless of whether it made sense or not. And I think that is such a huge disservice to the fans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, and there's one thing that my husband always says, um, he says, you can like something, but it doesn't mean that it's good. Right. Like that is a lot, like a lot of people have said, well, I liked Endgame. It's like, okay, nobody's saying that you have to dislike end like end game but when you think about it it's not a good film because yeah. it's all over the place doesn't make sense you know i mean because that's well, one thing that with 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 because he brought it up when i was talking about the covenant i'm like oh my god it's such an amazing movie i love it i love it, I love it. it's like you may do but it's a shit movie and i'm like no it's not it's like it's a shit movie you might like it but it's a shit movie and yeah. then that that's how i feel about Endgame. It's like, yeah, you know, you can like it, but it's not a good movie. It's yeah. not a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, a hundred a hundred percent. Because there's so many movies and stuff that I, I feel like that, that it's like I, I love it, but it's a terrible movie. Like, yeah. um, and 
Yeah. And you can, you can also, this is the thing too, is that so many people don't understand that you can also like something, but also criticize it. Yeah. Like you just Mm -hmm. because you're criticizing something does not mean that you inherently dislike it. No. Like that, that art in general, art, media, blah, 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 is very subjective. And each mm-hmm. person, each individual person is going to see it in a different way, experiencing it in a different way, compare it to their own experiences and uh, uh, resonate with different things. Nobody's going to see it exactly the same way. No. And it's okay to enjoy something and to love like a Marvel property and all this stuff, but also criticize it and, and see the faults that you, mm. you may, uh, you know, have pick out more than others, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, cause some things are going to be make, are going to make people uncomfortable that other people are, it's not going to make them uncomfortable because of their personal experience. Um, yeah. that's why, you know, it's so important when you're reading or seeing movies and stuff to make yourself aware of like trigger warnings and stuff like that before you, you consume any kind of media, et cetera. Um, because everybody's, everybody's going to see it differently. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't understand why people, uh, think that the second you start criticizing something, it means that you're like saying that it's shit and that you hate it and that your criticism can be constructive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's, that's what I've had a lot with uh, people saying that I'm not a Marvel fan because I dislike parts of you know because I dislike some of the movies and it's like no if anything that makes me a a good fan because I can see the faults in it yeah it's like even with like my my favorite movie in the whole entire world Dirty Dancing if you think about it it's pretty creepy film yeah you know and it, it, it that makes I think that makes you better of a fan because you're not looking at it with rose tinted glasses right you're seeing the faults and you're like well I don't agree with that you know, and it's, it makes you more of a well-rounded person. Like you can't, (laughs) people are just like blindly in love with certain things because of stuff. And it's just like, no, no, that that's kind of the whole point is to, is to talk about it and experience it and cause not cause discourse, but cause discussion like that. That is what creators want that's what they want from the pro the product and the stuff that they create and that they put out into the world it they want that reaction they want people to discuss it they want people to to get different things like me especially like personally like as an artist like that's a whole the whole thing is that you you put this stuff out into the world and it's very personal to you Mm -hmm. but so many other people are going to take it and see it and 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 have that a different feeling, you know, and, and that's good. Like, that's what you want. You want other people to, because I re I remember specifically when I was in school working on like my senior project and everything, um, on certain things that I, I, I worked on a project and I, I had this imagery that I was working with. And when I did critique with a bunch of people, a bunch of my fellow students and stuff were getting like these other things that I didn't even think about when I was making it. I was like, Whoa, like this, it it just adds like a whole new level and layer to what that, what you're consuming. And it makes it so much deeper. And that I, the, the entertainment industry, especially thrives on 
people talking about their stuff and continuing the conversation and keeping it alive and, Mm -hmm. and caught, you know, different arguments and discussions and and discourse. And, you know, Mm -hmm. like they they also thrive a lot on discourse, like a a lot of the discussion and, and disagreements and stuff keep this you know, is some of the best marketing you could get. Like, yeah, no marketing is bad marketing, you know, like, I mean, so yeah, that's, that's because, because you have the, the the other side of it as well. It's like when it comes to, because you mentioned constructive criticism, it's Mm -hmm. like you have, um, you have people that criticize things just because they're a shitty person. Yeah. Just to be honest. Yeah. Whereas I think, like when it when it comes to us with this discussion about endgame it's it, it's not us just going well we didn't like it we're explaining yeah why it, and it's not just the fact that's what I think that's what annoys me so much when it comes to the whole Steve Bucky and Peggy argument is that people say it was just because you wanted Steve and Bucky together and it's like no it's because it makes no sense yeah if, if it made sense fair enough then us having an issue with it is because we didn't like Peggy or we didn't, you know, like anything like that. But it's the fact that if you're going to criticize something, it has to be constructive and you have to have a reason as to why you're criticizing it. You can't just say yeah. flippant comment or oh, I don't like it. It's this like, all stems like it, you know? Yeah. This all stems from our enjoyment and our love and our attachment to these characters and these yeah. stories. Like it, it, it would fall, it would fall flat, you know, otherwise, if you don't, it's because we, we care about these, these characters that we've been with for so long and Mm. the way that we've been along on this journey for so long. And, uh, that we, we don't, it doesn't make sense. And we don't accept how they, chose to end it because that's not how we interpreted it or expected yeah uh it 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 to come to to fruition you know because because uh, with these movies as well is especially the avengers um movies uh, when it comes to the russos these movies are just a paycheck to them mm. isn't it Whereas mm-hmm. us, the fans, we're the ones that engross ourselves in it, you know? So we're the ones that go back and rewatch it and, you know, find all these little things and, you know, that we, we like or we dislike. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, we, we discussed it before when we were talking about Loki, the, the episode where we spoke about Loki. And then all these these writers and everything come out and then try and say, well, this is how it's supposed to have been. And it's like, but it's not up to you to tell us how to feel about something. It's mm-hmm. like, yes, you might have wrote this movie or you might have directed this movie. That doesn't mean that you know more about it than we do. Because yeah. we're the ones that have sat there and watched it hundreds and hundreds of times and engrossed ourselves in these characters and the storyline. To us, it's not just a paycheck. To mm-hmm. us, it's something that makes us feel comforted. Yeah. But then yeah. when they then do what they did with Endgame, where they completely butchered a character because they wanted to end the story how they wanted to end it. Yeah. And it's, it's like Game of Thrones. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a shame they only did six seasons. Yeah, it really um, is. Yeah, it's. I mean, a lot of people throw it about um about lazy writing but I do think Endgame was lazy writing they were just like okay well this is the final movie we've got to wrap everything up as much as we can so let's they just tried destroy to, characters to do it yeah they tried to wrap it up in too neat of a bow I think yeah in in what they thought was a perfect happy ending you know yeah. like but, the, but oh. yeah they've contradicted themselves because yeah. like, we want a pretty little bow for Steve yeah. to take Chris Evans out of the MCU, but they still haven't given us that. Yeah. Because yeah. it's still like, you know, it's tied up, but there's still that little yeah. bit there where they won't address it. So it's yeah. like and and it's really interesting because I I've had a couple of people that I've talked to as well outside of um our like circle of friends of how they they said they they had kind of the same experience I did because I'll admit originally when I first saw the movie, just because of like the emotions that you're going through with all of it, I didn't originally feel as strongly as I do one way or the other, because you see it and you, you're experiencing all these feelings. You're like, Oh, yay. Like, Oh, he kind of, but then afterwards Mm -hmm. and you watch it again and and you watch some of the other movies and you're like, no way, wait, Mm -hmm. like, wait a minute. And I've talked to a lot more people that felt the same way. They were like, originally, I was okay with it. Like I thought it was, it was a nice cute ending. You were like riding the high of it, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. But then when you actually think critically about it and go back, Mm -hmm. they're like, no, then I changed my mind. I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. And yeah, yeah, cause you, cause, cause that's another thing is part of the discussion of like in, in the fandom and stuff, other people bring in different insights and they're like, yeah, but, but, but did you notice this? But did you see that? And then it's like, oh, like the whole complete picture, mm-hmm. like kind of comes in. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's crazy that people act like it's such a shock that people don't like it and yeah. don't. And it's the with fact it. that they take it so personally as well. Yeah. That's my experience that I've had where like it's as if like I've said several times on social media that I didn't like Steve's ending. And they they take they take it so personally as if mm-hmm. to be like, well, no, you should like it. You should, and it's just like all I said was that I didn't like Steve's ending. I didn't murder your mother. Yeah, you know what I mean, but yeah. that's how they act. They they just take it so personally. And it's like how Steve dare you not agree with me? A, <laughs> Steve Rogers is a is a very good character. He's, he's one of my favorite characters, but that doesn't mean that I can't say that he was a selfish asshole, mm-hmm. you know? Um, there, I think that's another thing about characters. Like you can, you can call them a bastard. You can call them a dickhead for some of the stuff that they do. It doesn't mean that you dislike them. You just think, I, I love you, but some of the things that you've done is fucking shit. And Steve Rogers doing what he did is one of those moments. It's like, I love you, but for fuck's sake, fuck you. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Very much. That, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> if they had spent the entire MCU movie build-up with Steve constantly mentioning Peggy, mm-hmm. then, okay, it kind of would have made sense. But it's just the fact that she was not mentioned. And, oh, that's that's something else people mentioned. Like, I, and I saw it as well. I can't, I can't remember if somebody tagged me or something like that. But they were like, Steve would not have had a picture of Peggy in his compass. 
girl, we have the same fucking brain because I like, literally we're going to have to play this back. I think we both just had the same thought at the same time. We both were like, because I was literally about to bring up the goddamn compass. I was about to say that it's funny how that compass disappeared until end game. Like, and then all of a sudden it's back. Like, and, and yeah, no, there, why would he have a picture of Peggy in there? I mean, because I think you get it in the first Avenger, but you know, they do the clip and she sees it and she's like, <laughs> but that's the, but, that, and that's the end. And then he like crashes and then that's the end that we've seen of it. Yeah, but still, why did he have a picture of Peggy in the, in the car? It would have been like, because what the meme said, it was that it either would have been Bucky or a picture of his mom. Yeah, it should have been his mom. Like, Sarah. I, know his mom, I yeah. know Sarah's dead at this point, but like, come on, there's no... That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. That compass, as soon as he brought out that compass, when they're going to kill that, oh, I yeah. just thought, you know what? We're going to fucking see her, aren't we? Yeah. And lo and behold, I mean, I, 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 I will state that if we had, if we had been given a better version of Peggy, I probably wouldn't have as much of a hatred towards her as I do. But also, again, some of that is because of Hayley Atwell. But I just think that they gave us Peggy in the first Avenger and then that bit of her in the Winter Soldier and then that was it. Well, We didn't, and then we didn't hear from her again. I haven't watched Agent Carter. No, a I lot of A lot of people who, who kind of agree with our thought process of this whole thing use Agent Carter as a big part of their argument given the fact that Marvel just, they didn't just erase Steve's characters like Peggy. arc they did peggy's too like she yeah. had her own character development in her show and i know that the mcu is like that's not canon um but i make it then yeah why why make it then like it does it doesn't make any sense and why have like howard and like all these other people that are in yeah. the mcu like that doesn't that that that's fucking stupid like they can't just say that that's not canon that's so stupid um yeah. but yeah, it's like Peggy had her own character development. Like, and and the way that they handled her character and brought her back in at the end turned her character into just a prize, a female yeah. prize to be won at the end. Like, she's not Agent Carter anymore. She's not like this kick-ass spy she's or whatever. Steve's wife. Yeah, she's just a lady to, to you know, be there to... Like it, she's just a romantic interest. That's it. They just mm-hmm. they completely destroyed her character and just that's what same they turned as, her into. Same as Sharon. Yeah. Yeah. And now they've turned Sharon into a bad guy. <laughs> so like, I'm okay. like, hey, maybe that'll be interesting. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. It just so this. Yeah. It I mean it's what? It's been two years since it came out, and it's still Fucks me off. Has it been? Has it only yeah. been two years? Yeah, yeah, 2019, and then, Jesus and then Chris Christ. Evans gave us Ransom Drysdale in the same year. Um, that made up for it a little bit, I guess. But uh, yeah, two years, and to, and we still and don't know what's happened to him. Yeah. Hey, more proof that he was wearing a wig when he was Steve Rogers is the fact that he was filming. <laughs> knives out at the same time 
There you go. Oh, although I found out it's not a wig, it's like hair It's slices. just a hair piece. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. like hair pieces on top. Because you can see his dark hair underneath. Because like I can see it now because I was doing some editing and I used a clip from Age of Ultron. And when he's walking away, because he's talking to Tony, you can see it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he still looks lovely. Still, I mean, yeah. first Avenger hair. Dude, all I got to say is like, looking back, I can look at them and kind of like point out, like I can get, I can be like, yeah, that's definitely like in the Avengers. It was like, I was like, yeah, that's a wig. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a wig. Um, but uh, God damn infinity war nomad. Steve is just superior. That wig is fucking chef's kiss like damn i would that is fucking convincing as as hell as his hair like i am shocked and amazed that that is not his hair because i mean first of all heartbreak because that yeah damn is all i can say oh that's another thing he didn't just shave his beard he cut his hair too (laughs) like Nobody says that. Nobody mentions that he fucking cut his hair too and got some dye, got his hair dyed. He went to the stylist because he he lightened his hair again because it was so dark in Infinity War. Because it was a little bit longer as well, wasn't it? Because then it it was quaffed. Yeah, it was like it, he was had like little bangies like hanging down like his face yeah. and stuff. So yeah, nobody talks about the fact that he went to the salon too. Like oh yeah. my- just like Bucky did before he showed up at Wakanda. Yeah, it's like, oh, like, it's coming, it's coming. T'Challa showed up and he was like, hey, here's your arm. War's coming. And Bucky's like, get me to the salon. My boyfriend is on his I way. I have L'Oreal, yeah. because you're worth it. <laughs> like, I have to look perfect. Uh, and he did. He did. That's actually my least favorite wig on him, though. I really, really don't like. Yeah, I really don't like the Infinity War wig. It look, it's too fluffy. Like it's too yeah. perfect. Civil War Bucky, though. Beefy Bucky will remain the best. <laughs> it, it is with it is with the Henley and with the cat. Oh, yeah. And it's and, I, and it's the fact yeah. that that's all his hair too. It's the fact yeah. that that like that's Seb's hair. He mm. grew it out for that. But what annoys me so much is the fact that we have short-haired Bucky, but, like, we know that he's capable of growing his hair. Why didn't he just grow his hair? Because he said he didn't want to. And, you know, and he still got it as far as, but it's just like, oh. Yeah. He was like, I don't want, he, he, Seb was like, I don't want to wear, I don't want to wear a wig and blah, blah, blah. I was like, grow it out. Give him some time, y'all. He can grow (laughs) it out. It's not about what you want, Sebastian. Yeah. Sebastian, (laughs) darling, dearest. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. I wish he would have had his hair the length that it was when he was Frank. Cause that's just like, oh, like, yeah, that's where, that's where that is the, that's fluff bulb. Yeah that is the perfect that's sebastian's final form (laughs) i mean hopefully he'll be in captain america 4 and he he might he'll he'll have a little bit longer look and if i swear to god if anybody else says to me that he's going to die in this bug i i no no 
absolutely like, no it, it just shut your if mouth they do if they if they do that they don't realize how much backlash they're gonna get because, yeah, because man, i mean one thing that I've, I've found i mean i mean obviously this is straying away from um from the movies a bit but obviously i make wax melts mm. bucky is the best selling wax melt that i do because people are obsessed with this man yeah and it's so interesting how goddamn popular this man is like how popular bucky barnes is given the fact that we have barely gotten anything from him like his screen time is minuscule compared to everybody else like the most we got of him ever was in falcon of the winter soldier yeah and he like you can just tell how attached people are to this character and it's just like don't even talk about him dying that man has been through enough shut yeah. the fuck up i swear to god if they do that i will they never can't watch it, it, i mean that's another thing that would not make sense is that they cannot have this character go through all of this shit and then finally we have him and then he gets it like the whole thing in falcon the winter soldier like he's, i only had peace in wakanda and it's like him now finally having a life and living don't don't unalive him no it would just it would just make no sense whatsoever there is a way to if if sebastian stan doesn't want to be bucky anymore okay that's fine you don't need to kill him off you can just be like he's he's gone off which he said i will do it until i will do it anytime he's like ask me i'm there but the the thing is is that you say but that's what rdj said i will play tony stark for as long as i can and then they're like a bit can we just you're a little expensive (laughs) (laughs) you know we we want other people you know what i mean but if 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 they if they take bucky out um that would probably be one of the biggest mistakes they'll make in the mcu i will never (sighs) recover i will never recover if they do that (laughs) yeah there are there are a few things that i think would get me to stop watching the movies and continuing with the journey and it, losing him would be one of the things and also if they bring captain carter into it for the full time i will no i i will probably stop watching yeah um <laughs> no, because nobody asked for it nobody asked for it and i remember there was a tweet that came out that like captain carter is gonna get her new movie and everyone's like who asked yeah who, nobody who nobody yeah we don't need that we don't need that yeah in conclusion endgame was trash and it needs to get in the bin yep (laughs) yeah yeah i mean you yeah i can't i have nothing to add it's beautiful (laughs) so that was that was that was a that was a fun one because i sort of felt that it was was warranted because yeah yeah. It's not just about Steve, people. Nope. It's just, it does not make sense. Nope. None. None whatsoever. Well, okay. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us rage for like an hour and a half. <laughs> Apologies again for anybody wearing headphones listening to this podcast. <laughs> And sorry if you're sensitive to swear words. Yeah. Um, there are there are quite a few F bombs. 
<laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, well, we will, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye.